Welcome to Truck You Podcast, guys. My name is Jose. I am Sebastian. How's it going? Good, brother. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. Uh, been what have what have we been up to? Well, we got a lot of, a lot to talk about today. Today we're gonna let me just uh, do a little intro here. We're gonna talk about old engine and a new truck, and what does it mean to have an illegal truck or is it a glider? All those questions are going to be answered, right? We've the reason we wanted to do this one is a couple of reasons. We had uh, the la- last uh, video we did is um, sometimes we look at a truck and you're like, well, why is this illegal or why is this bad, right? So we wanted to expand on it a little bit and then actually talk about some uh, scenarios and case studies that at least I know about. I know you know about those two when we. Uh, when somebody's mixing and matching different things and putting new engines in the in the truck, right? So we want to address that today. Uh, scam. We're going to talk about scammers. We're going to talk about uh, old engines in new trucks, and when does the when does the truck is legal and why should I care, right? Correct. And we should we should talk about personal perspective and personal decision making on around. So you guys are a little bit more informed of what's going on. Yeah, and 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 maybe you know make get a little different perspective our perspective on how things are going that video is doing pretty good i just want to i just want to make sure that whatever we're putting out we're doing um as much communication as possible there's some uh things that we're going to touch base on but how you been man we've been we haven't talking about for a long like we had we took a why did we take a break you know it's been uh it's been two been months two is it Maybe. Well, yeah, it has. Right. I don't even know. Well, since the last video has been a few weeks, <clears> but we haven't done a podcast episode for a long time. We're gonna get to it. But what's been happening? Why? We've been really busy. We've been doing a lot of injector cups now, uh, clutches. Yeah, uh, they're starting yes. to catch up I on shift, us now. Yeah, yeah. I shifts. Actually, the last uh, last batch of trucks that you purchased, how many was it? Uh, I don't know, nine. I yeah, right. Or close like to ten. Yeah, something like that. And they're all around with the what six fifty, close to seven hundred thousand mile range. Uh, they've been having transmission codes, and they all, all, I would say, within a week apart, right? Yes. Two weeks, clutch yeah, after that fleet clutch wasn't, after clutch wasn't wasn't they 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 didn't, they didn't do anything with those trucks, and we yeah we're doing that a lot of uh, EGR cooler cleanings EGR too. coolers yeah, and emissions in general, we're going into. Uh, winter season which is going to be hard on emissions and maybe you can do i don't know if people are interested there's we have videos on why and what you should do before winter winter yeah. repeat myself over time i want to maybe we could do a different take um as far as our experience with death fluid and what we do to prevent some of the issues that's that that could be better because i don't want to be like oh what should you do when you have yeah. when winter's <laughs> coming it's like dude there's no videos about that um yeah we i've been traveling a little bit i i was set back a little bit with been everything. all over the world right <laughs> not not the world i had to go across the pond to take care of some business in 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 poland but i it's yeah it's it's i'm happy to be back i'm moving again which is crazy you right know? for the big move yeah we're supposed <clears throat> supposedly hopefully we'll be all in, all in before christmas but thanksgiving is going to be at the old place and we're we're moving back so i'm i'm, I'm excited about that and yeah, we're just we have a, we're gonna have a lot of new stuff coming out, not to drag it out, but we we're gonna have some how tos and we're gonna have some more uh, interviews and 
yeah, we just needed to take a break, regroup. The shop needed a little bit of uh, revamping more on my attention. end. Yeah, a little bit more attention. To the we've all, overall in general, there's just been a lot of things going on, a lot of opportunities that we're trying to capture. What's been uh, what's been going on with uh, with you as far as family? Everything good? Oh yeah, kids are fine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. yeah, yeah, good and good. Then yeah, you've been focused, I guess. Um, and we have a new tech. We have new we have a new tech. He's a entry level. He's a new apprentice. He's uh, eager to learn. Yeah. He he's doing pretty good. He's doing really good. Yeah, yeah. And we have one more starting in a week too. So we're always hiring. So if you have uh, if you're advanced tech, medium, mid mid level, high level tech, or experience level, yeah. we're always hiring. So always, I'm always hiring. Awesome. All right, let's talk about. Uh, old, en- old engine and new truck. So the what do we want to the way we want to frame it is according to the EPA and the clear uh, um, the the clean air clear air act, which is something that what we're referring to and what the actual law is. So let's just make this the record straight and maybe talk about it for a second because I have we'll post a timeline. Uh, maybe in the we'll link it to either we'll post it in our uh, owner operator forum group by the way if uh, you guys are watching uh, we have a facebook group that's uh, owner operator forum uh, people that want to learn and and be just be better in in the owner operator model business trucking and um we have we'll have a graph we talked about the graph for the emission timeline so i'm just going to bring it up real quick 2004 um have you seen did you see the graph that I showed you? It says DOC EGR OBD1 on 2004. No, I did not. Uh, Look at that. Like, right? The 2004? Oh, yeah. 04, yeah. OBD1. Where did they put DOCs in 2004? I didn't know. That doesn't make no, any sense. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't know why. Then 2008 DOC EGR DPF OBD2. And then 2010 onward DOC EGR DPF SCR OBD2. We'll have that graph. We've talked about it multiple times. That's the graph. But the number one thing that we're trying to talk about is set the record straight with what when we're talk about when we talk about illegal trucks, illegal builds, scam, somebody that got scammed. Um, there's very uh, straightforward uh, law that they implemented. It's the a Clear Air Act uh, 203, I think is right. Which one is? Is that because you did some research on your yeah, own? Yeah, two or three. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, for any person to manufacture or sell or offer to sell or install a part of component for a motor vehicle, where as principal effect of the part or component is to bypass, defeat, or render inoperative any emission control device, and the person knows or should know that the part or component is being offered for sale or installed for such use or put to the su- to such use which which is which is interesting it says uh, the person knows or should know right so they have That's to be aware of it yeah so even if you're not aware, aware but you of it. should know that if you should. if you're buying a truck well that at least that's what it says right here um uh f- following uh for anyone to remove or render an an operative and emission control component on a certified motor vehicle or engine prior to sale or delivery to ultimate purchaser or for anyone to knowingly remove or render an operative any emission control component 
on a certified motor vehicle or engine after sale and delivery to the ultimate purchaser. Uh, it is a crime to knowingly falsely tamper with, render inac inaccurate, or fail to install any monitoring device or method required under CAA. Okay. Uh, defeat device and tampering examples. Alterations to fueling, timing strategy, DPF delete, EGR delete, SCR delete, alterations to OBD, software and hardware. It, it tells you right there that if the, manuf the, the, the truck was manufactured, build, and there's actually a, uh, there's a different law that uh, which we should probably look it up. I'll I I have to find it. I haven't saved it for us to to actually quote that specific law. It says that the emissions on the truck that uh, the truck either the truck here that was produced shouldn't be uh, tampered with, right? So um, there've been there's been there's been a lot of questions around well. Can you put an old engine into a new truck? Newer truck. So what's your answer? Yes, you can. I mean, mm -hmm. if you have the knowledge, you have tools, everything, the money to do it, you can. Is it illegal? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's not only it's and, and we're not saying that you can't do it. We're just saying that according to what the EPA requires from manufacturers and look, it's 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 a it's a government institution that's supposed to control um, uh, emissions on uh, you know heavy duty vehicles light uh, duty vehicles trains everything right so it, as they implemented that even the manufacturer big manufacturer detroit paid a lot of they penalties did. right they they it was a lot of those regulations are just typical government bs that you have to deal with so if you choose to buy a truck or build a truck like that, it's your decision. But just know that it's, it's your it's responsibility. Not, yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not illegal. Are you going to go to jail for it? I don't know. I mean, we're not going to say that. Would yeah. we? Would we, we want to follow? Is hey, what are the consequences possibly, or or what are the headaches that might come with certain decisions? And and I like in the, in the specific case of that truck that we had, that 2016 that had the old block in it, right? People, some people said, uh, very few people, but I always look at those comments and look at, okay, well, is there a valid point? Is there something that we can actually talk here about, have a have a normal conversation? A lot of this is trash talk, which I ignore, uh, and people are hiding instead of, hey, like, this is where I work, this is what we do. There's one guy that talks a lot of trash. I'm like, well, let's, let's talk about it. I'm open. Come you on, podcast. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and maybe we'll learn something else. You'll get more business and it'll be better for everybody, right? Yeah, it works both ways. But just to say that you can go and, and take a 2018 truck, put a 12.7 Detroit in it, and call it legal because it has a rebuilt title is, is not accurate. Wait, but not only that, but you're, he, he received a 2021 or a 2020 yeah, title? Yeah, and then it's 2021. That's why, like, look, like, yeah, can you... So I, I'm not even talking about him anymore, but hypothetically, right? Like, think about, think about that logic. When you're... You have to buy that 2017 truck. Let's say the engine blows up or something happens. We've yeah. had that for some of our owner ops. Their engine blew up, whatever reason. Even our our, our engines didn't really blow up on, on the new motors. But we we've had cases where owner ops had issues. At least three owner ops that drove, drove for us that their engine blew up. And well, you have a 2017 Peterbilt. What are you going to do? Are you going to put 12 plus seven in it? Well, that's an option, right? But not only you have to do it right, right. 
with harnesses, with pretty much, you're building pretty much everything from scratch, right? And on top of that, I'm pretty sure the guys still had the truck note. You well, have the truck note exactly. and you still got to buy an engine, which is really hard to find the harness, the labor, everything you're. Yeah. So, so, so let's talk about, all right, let's say hypothetically the truck is what's done 16, 17 right now. It's going to be $70,000 and so Peterbilt's probably more. Yeah. Depending on the mileage. Then you have to, so you have, you're 70 out, out the door. You still have a note. Then you, you're putting a 12.7 in it, which you still have to buy or either rebuild, rebuild which yeah. is going to be another 20 grand. You got to put it in here. You have to figure out. Not only you have to spend a lot of labor hours to actually figure out how to properly retrofit that 12.7 in there, and and then you you're what you're hundred thousand dollars in the truck. Yeah. Uh, when you could have just bought a glider. But maybe it makes sense for somebody. And I'm being very generous here, but oh, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make sense. You could you could have bought a glider and not have issues and just b put whatever engines you wanted in them. Yeah. And the gliders have to be gliders from the manufacturer. You can't just make a glider. Let's make it straight. You can buy a 2018 Coronado with a emissions engine and make it a glider. It has to be a glider from the from the company from factory from the factory. So it was very interesting to me how uh, probably on our part we could have. The only problem I want to set straight is that we use that truck for uh, for a pre-purchase inspection which seemed like we did the pre-purchase inspection on that truck, but we didn't. We didn't. It no. was literally just bought and brought to us, and it was like, hey, I have a problem with it. Can you guys help me out? Uh, and then it was just sitting there for weeks, so we were like, let's use it for pre-purchase inspection video, which we talked about specifically components around the truck. Not Like, we didn't know about that yet, that it was actually that. And then we discovered, like, hey, is this something that we, we benefit, like somebody could benefit from learning and checking, right, as far as um, that video. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and there were there were a lot of red flags uh, when it first came in. It didn't so drive. It, it no, didn't yeah, dri it had a transmission code. Yeah, it, yeah. but it it, it 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 had so many codes issues and codes that it just didn't drive. Then you you have to start now trying to figure out which ones you have to start eliminating and which ones causing step. what. Yeah, yeah. And not only the transmission, but then somebody's like, "Go oh, do an in-frame." No, you can't. Like, what are you going to do an in-frame for? You don't need an in-frame no. on that. That truck didn't need an in-frame. It needed, it needed <laughs> to be re, re. I don't know, to be honest with you. But it, it is what it is. And I know, that's that's it's it's not like people are gonna do stuff like that. I've, you know, and and if it works for them, that's fine. You use that truck, right? I'm not saying it never works. If you have a 2017 and you have, um, or newer truck and your 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 engine blow up and you're thinking about stopping in. Do you have confidence in the shop that can pull it off? Are they going to warranty it for you? Are they going to look at it when they're going to start having issues down the road? Uh, you know. Yeah, because you never you never know what goes on uh, what goes on with those wiring issues. Uh, harnesses are they building it or is it like a pre-made harness? Yeah. Uh, something starts corroding, you're going to start having headaches down the road. Then the guy doesn't want to look at it because it was a headache for him to put it together. Mm -hmm. then, then you're screwed. Downtime labor hours, and it's like nobody's going to do that for for cheap. It's it's a pretty big undertaking to yeah. retrofit any engine to anything, or just not even that, but just you know, even if you're building a glider, right? That's why they're expensive, and that, well, the market is hot for gliders right now, and for any trucks. Crazy right now, right now for the gliders. Yeah. Yeah. I checked. Really? Yeah. I haven't looked at gliders. I think I saw one. It was like Gotta a bring pulley in. A three eighty nine. 
uh, I think it was going for like 150, bro. Wow. And it had like mileage. It was like once uh, it had like 700, 700 something. Yeah. It's crazy. The prices are crazy, uh, period. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're not crazy. Maybe I'm too late to the game or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's hard when, when I bought them for pre, pre-peak uh, for the prices that I did. And now yeah. I have to pay triple. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any it, sense. It, I mean, at least to me, it doesn't right now. But maybe, you know, maybe that's not a good decision. But yeah right is this something that we it's got to be your personal decision are you willing to live with a truck that's been hodgepodged and has random parts that specific truck that we were talking about didn't have an operating scr on it it was not hooked up it was pretty much it was just hanging there and it was just so many issues with that truck. Like you would have to have gone through the entire wiring to see what, yeah. what was what what was messed up, what what needed to be upgraded. So putting more money into it. I don't know if you is have it, it worth it. I mean if you have it then go ahead, but no, I would rather buy something. Buy a ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, a classic. Or just buy or a buy new uh, buy a new two thousand eighteen and just and just and just pay for it seventy thousand yeah. dollars and or eighty and, and, and stay on top of the, it, yeah. the maintenance yeah you know but so moving on i think uh it's pretty clear we we uh, if you have any uh, just shoot us questions in the comments we always read them we have um i f- f- constructive feedback and and constructive conversation not some bullshit comments um you know, there's a lot of trash talk mechanics uh which I know your life is is hard, but don't take it out on, on you know. We're, <laughs> it's like, well, <clears throat> some of the some of the some of the comments, and it's like I don't pay attention to to the bullshit uh, comments at all. But it's like, like you really think we're sneaky little plan? We're doing a video just to like do I don't know, screw people over or something. It's like, no. are you kidding me? Like we're sharing all the stuff that we're we're learning to help people out, and somebody's like <clears throat> coming up with this. Uh, especially with that whole engine serial number out there, out there on the cha- on YouTube, I don't think there's anybody that has shared that information mm-hmm. on what to look out for. And I mean, we're not being sneaky at all. We're trying to yeah. help people out. Yeah, and and exactly right. It's like we oh that, the other one was uh, the YouTube celebrities. It's that's that's like the number one thing I want. I want to be a YouTube celebrity. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this day, bro. Right. <laughs> so excited to be a YouTube celebrity. <laughs> I think they have like YouTube awards or something. Uh, but it is, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, I do have some questions that I wanted to uh, bring up and is there anything, um, uh, are we we forgetting here? Do you have any notes that you, that you, uh, put down or, 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 uh, fines examples? Uh, Yeah, I came across some fine examples. Uh, so on the smallest fine, it could be from 2,500 a day, uh, 2,500 flat to 45 K a day for the yeah, fees well. and the fees uh i guess they are calculated by the miles you covered uh states all that etc mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that adds on to the, yeah. the fee some big manufacturers <coughs> got like 20 million detroit got at Four, some point. i think it was like 14 million some, something like that but yeah. it was a big hit yeah yeah 14 million dollars 14 million for detroit yeah it doesn't say what but some it says just a civil penalty but it doesn't say exactly what else is stinks out uh, to you volkswagen 108 million in illinois uh, just in Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, so that was yeah. a big uh, Volkswagen gate, yeah. but that's not heavy duty. Um, that was uh, the the their cars. 
but I know, I mean, Cat got out of the game because of it, you know, yeah, because of emissions definitely. too. Um, yeah. All right, let's... I think that explains this. I think if you guys have any more questions, just uh, go to our... Um, if you can go to our own operator for, uh, forum, Facebook group, uh, we're there and we can chat and no scam, scam, like scams, <laughs> scammers and promoting stuff. We're just uh, sharing information to learn and be better. Uh, all right. Eugene Josnawa, Josnawa, SCR code, spent too much money for wrong diagnostics and fixed the good parts by Volvo dealer. Found out it was just a wiring problem yes. who's going to return my money for uh, wrong diagnostic labor parts that's a good question uh, and that's also like w one of the most common things that that we do you've asked plenty of times when we're working in the shop hey did you guys check the harness because mm -hmm. that's yeah. yeah most of the times that's what that fails especially yeah. if it's a harness running in the frame rails uh, exposed to salt corrosion it's rubbing against something yeah i it's just the way my mind <clears throat> thinks i always since everything is always based on uh you know electric issues uh, uh, some kind of like today in the morning i came in we'll look we're, you know tom's diagnosing a truck and i'm like well the first thing i would do is to look at the entire harness even though it's a newer truck like and we opened the batteries there it was fine it was clean not too not too long ago right but that was the first thing i would just that's how i yeah. think that's why i always ask but it's unfortunately that that's just that's just part of the business right you're even dropping it at a volvo dealer they all they have tax just like we do just they hire the same type of person people right yeah. they, they're, they're gonna make mistakes and and there are great mechanics and there are not so great mechanics and you just that's the risk you're taking right they're gonna throw parts at it and usually dealer just like hey you know where smaller shops might be trying to target specifically uh, try to fine tune or like or what i'm looking for you like arrive at the, the the core issue versus oh it was new harness new yeah. transmission right thinking like a big fleet is fixing the truck you know what i mean it's like no you try to try to diagnose a bit but unfortunately it's the relationship that you 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 either have or don't have with don't a have. Volvo or, yeah. or any shop, right? Because if you're on the road, it's hard to have a relationship with anybody. You just have to go to fix something. And, and then now you're screwed because they're just throwing parts at it. Yeah. And I've seen that multiple times. So, yeah. Um, it's not like they're going to cut you a check. Hey, we were wrong. You know what I mean? Foray, um, Michael, hi, please help. Can I uh, uh, bet Kingpin cause hard steering? The steering is hard when turning to the left. Yep. I can, yeah. especially from my experience, I've seen it when you have a load, especially on a Hendrickson X, so I've seen it the most. But that would be more from uh, no grease going into the kingpins or we see, we've had a couple of those, remember? Yeah, yeah, so so the answer is yes. I think you should look at them. Look at the tire wear too. And yeah. uh, uh, just, yeah, have an inspect, inspect the kingpins, springs. Uh, see well that shops. one it wouldn't be a tire wear because uh the kingpin wouldn't have any play it's too tight oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah, yeah, and you're that's right. why yeah, right. the steering's a lot harder right. yeah. it does happen so yeah it would it couldn't cause that yeah interesting okay uh another one carlos contreras hello i have a question i have a volvo d13 2011 automatic i shift i have a i have problems sometimes it is working well and suddenly it goes to neutral and does not want to take changes. I have been told that it does not 
it does not transmission. It may need some programming in the model of control. In module, um, it's uh, written a little harder, but please help. Thanks for your videos. And um, okay, so have you? Did you understand what I said? What I so read? he's I, having issues. So sometimes he will be driving and will go into goes neutral. To neutral. I don't know if it says driving and it goes to neutral and does not want to take changes. I've been told that it does not. It's not transmission. I would possibly take a look at the shifter, the gear lever inside the. Mm -hmm. If it's an ice shift, especially yeah. there is a um, when you take it apart, it has uh, the the plastic mechanism inside gets messed up sometimes, and it could slide ba slide back into neutral. So all you have to do is just take it apart. Just be careful because there there is it. it I did that once, and then I had to buy a new selector. But that's how I, how I know this. Um, it, they're not expensive either. You can just get that select uh, shift uh, selector. Um, but check it out, and um, if it's especially 2011, that's it's worn out. Yeah, it's got to be worn um, out. Yeah. So so start with that. If you have manual mode, see if that holds. If you push the manual mode, the button it should hold it in that gear. If it still does the same thing, or even check the harness under the seat. That's another common spot. That's that's yes, they especially. Get yeah, start yeah, just follow that harness going out into the floor. Um, uh, somebody commented on that video that we did that it was, it was the glider kit. So just clarification, no, it wasn't. Just because swapping an engine doesn't mean that it's a glider kit. It has to be from manufacturer. manufacturer. Um, and the last question is to you. Jose, that's from uh, William Herrera. Where did you learn so much so quick? How old are you, 20? <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> Pretty close, eh? Yeah, uh, actually, 26. And you just, if you enjoy your what you're doing, uh, you just keep pushing and love the love the learning process. Just keep pushing. That's that's mainly what I'm doing. And you learn every, something new every day. Yeah. New scenarios. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, if you love something, you're just going to keep. We, we talk about YouTube all the time, what we watch and what we learn. And that's just because we love what we do. So... Um, anything else you want to add? I think is, uh, I think we're we we're we're committing to more footage coming out and how tos. We had requests for how tos, so that's gonna come. Yeah. And some new stuff we're gonna we're working on. There's a lot of, a lot of things. We're we're very slammed. So our podcast is gonna. I hope I really want to do it continuously every week with guests. Get back on schedule. Uh, but we're gonna probably share you and me hosting back and forth because we're just so busy with everything and and uh, i love doing this so All right yeah sounds good thank you guys for watching subscribe share join our operator forum and we'll talk to you